Hi guys! Hey y'all! Welcome back to Y'all Hearing This. My name is Kay. Thank you so much for coming and joining us. Yes, and my name is Honeybee, or you can call me B, and whichever you choose, it's all right with... Or you not. heard her. <laughs> you heard her. Get it so That's right. <laughs> I don't know. I was going for a water theme. Yes, like, it was giving TLC <laughs> waterfalls. <laughs> yes, or Wayne's World. One of those. Wayne, yes. <laughs> the dream sequence. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yes. Uh, yes. Welcome. Thank you guys so much for coming back. We are yes, focusing on seventeen this week. So mm-hmm. every Wednesday, we watch. We pick one group or artist to uh, look at deeper. Uh, we watch a couple MVs. Mm-hmm. We do a live and uh, some dance practice. Mm-hmm. And then we do a guide. And now you're at the podcast. So welcome. Thank mm-hmm. you for coming. Yes. Welcome back. And thank you. That's right. Chat. Okay. So let's talk about this guide. Yeah. Now, that was so much fun. Just to throw it out there. Um, and we had talked about it uh, at the end of watching the guide video that the guide was really focused on knowing, getting to know them as yes. a group and yes. like not really focusing so much on like their current, like, you know, stats and all that stuff. Yep. Um, and just to throw it out there, we did look it up um, just separately and, you know, just short summary, they've released a bunch of EPs. They have released, I think it was four studio albums. Yeah. Um, it was like four studio albums, 12 EPs, a compilation album, some reissues. And but the coolest thing that I thought, you know, was that they are the second group in K-pop history to have sold 15 million or more in sales. Yeah, they're huge. They're huge. I've heard the name so many times, mm-hmm. but I just had never checked them out before. So I was super excited to get into mm-hmm. this week and that they won the podcast bowl. So And that was a big I think that's a that's a big thing to say too, since they debuted yeah. in 2015. Yep. Absolutely. Like that's cr- in eight years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's insanity. But let's get into it. So tell me, tell me what you thought. Like, tell me what your, you know. What members stood out to you? Because they're all incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, but tell me tell me what some of your picks were. Um, woozy, for sure. I just mm-hmm. love him. He just, I don't know. There's a special little Woozy-shaped place in my heart. Yeah. Even though I had never heard him sing or anything before, there was right. just something about him that, right. like, you know, I just, I love him. Um, and Woozy is the one that's the producer as well, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Which that was I incredible. Which I love him even more for that. And it, like, it, like, he... It sounds like he like writes the lyrics and all yes. sorts. Of, yeah, it's crazy. Which side note too, which I think is really cool. A lot of people associate producing with the people who create the beats or yeah. the people who do the mastering, which is like what a producer does. But a producer can also be somebody who might not even touch any knobs or anything. They could be the um, somebody who comes up with the melody and stuff. They're considered a producer. So I think it's really dope to see like that he does do yeah, yeah. like the beat making, but he's like being a producer, him writing and coming up with lyrics, finding the right cadences and stuff like that's being a producer. And he, um, anytime you saw them in the studio, he was the one running the board. Yes! So when they were doing their vocals and things like that. So that's great. It's, it's awesome when I you so have do. someone in the band that in the group that mm-hmm. can do that sort of thing. And I know not every group has the opportunity right. to do it, you know, right. but it's, it's awesome. And he played, well, they at least showed him playing the clarinet and the drums. Yeah. And I feel like the best producers are the people who can play multiple instruments because yep. they can, they can, they understand the way 
different instruments sound mm-hmm. because it's it's important, especially in a group of 13, yep. to know how different voices sound yep. together, I think. And I think that's a great basis for that, you know? I feel like it's like it's like you're mastering your own wall of sound. Yeah. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Because, like, you know what everything is supposed to fit. Exactly. And what I think is really cool about um, Uzi as well is that he like had asked the producers or mm-hmm. you know who they were working with to just show him little yeah, by little and then he, he just started showing up mm-hmm. with his own stuff like that is crazy that is so dope and like the power of like uh finding new things you know because you never know what you're going to be good at or not you know mm-hmm. but if you're curious and you ask questions you never know mm-hmm. what like doors are going to unlock for mm-hmm. you you know i feel that and that's it's it's just so awesome um let me see who else mm-hmm. i mean hoshi for sure but i got a little cheat sheet because you know there's 13 members i got their yeah, names up <laughs> so hoshi he was the dancer and the choreographer yeah um, which is awesome. I love that they like. I'm sure they have some choreographers yeah, too, yeah, but yeah. but it's awesome that they have a member who does that. Um, he was really awesome. I loved his like personality too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was part of the gag line they were calling him. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, I loved Wan Wu's voice. Mm-hmm. I loved DK's voice. Mm-hmm. I loved all their voices. Who am I yeah. kidding? Um. I loved S. Coops. I loved him being the dad and like a good leader. You could tell he's a good leader. Yeah. And um, I loved that he was a great rapper, but then his voice singing was so voice pretty. was so pretty. Like yeah. it was very angelic, but like bold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was yeah. just, there was something that was so just, mm. Yeah. And Sun Kwan too. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, he had a beautiful voice. Beautiful, beautiful voice. Yeah, I Yeah, what about you? I loved um Sun Kwan. Mm-hmm. I loved his voice. I just I loved everything about him, his personality, the whole shebang. I really, really loved um, I think it was Vernon's mm-hmm. reactions yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I was cracking up because I swear that is me. Yeah, yeah. And it was just so adorable. Him and um Dino. Yeah, yeah. Dino. Oh yeah, my god. That's true. I was cracking. It was like Dino was the laugh to, yeah. to Vernon's reactions. Exactly. Like, oh, like if you would have put them, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It's just like the way he's he's facial expression is like a facial expression representation it's so funny because i feel like the maknae's always 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 are like the savagest Mm -hmm. people in the groups Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think of a group where that is not true and i can't come up with one right now like they are the ones who come in and they're like (laughs) off your head in like a second you know oh my god top energy that i love you know i i was i literally was laughing i think that was the funniest thing to me and also i really 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 liked I, y'all yeah. know I live for some deep voices. Yeah, yeah. Like I live for my like Tony Braxton, Anita Baker, Barry yeah. White, mm-hmm. like all those deep voices. And I absolutely just yeah. No, it I was, was like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Cool. Um, I just I like them all. And the one thing that I really thought was super dope was the way that. 
It's like you have such a large group of people, mm-hmm. and I forgot which member said it, but he was talking about like you'd be lucky in life to have like two or three good yeah. friends. And he's like, I have twelve. Yeah. And it's like oh, he no, said I'm when to we get who old. Said that now. It's yeah. towards the beginning, and I can't remember. I thought I thought maybe it was like I thought it was Joshua. Oh, it might have been. I thought, but yeah, I could I, be wrong. I think you might be right there. Okay, because I just what I liked about it is like. He made he made that comment and was like, you know, when we get old and this is like basically over and done with, like we're still gonna hang out, we're mm-hmm. still gonna get together, mm-hmm. like our families are gonna interact, like we like this is forever. And I'm yeah. like, that is absolutely incredible because that's also kind of like a a side thing I feel like I think about when I think of groups. Mm-hmm. It's like they make you so happy that it's like this has to last forever. Yeah. And then it's just like when it just makes you wonder, like, what like like what happens when it's all said and done? Like I perfect example, I think about um the Spice Girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think about Destiny's Child. I think about, you know, those type of groups that I grew up on. And I'm just kind of like, dang, like I wonder if they really are genuinely like close after yeah. everything ends. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that it's so dope that they acknowledge that now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which again goes hand in hand with what you had said previously about when you're a part of these K-pop groups and you go to these trainings and like the camps and everything, like you really do become close with the people you're working with and it becomes like a bond. It's like another family. So yeah. like, I, I just, I feel like that's something that you, you can't make that up. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's what makes them that stood out to me. It's just, it's so special. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of ATs. Like there's something about them, their personalities that I really love. So um, the other day, uh, Woo Young had hurt his ankle. And so he was like sitting during their concert and everyone just kept going over to him and like singing with him and stuff mm. like that. And then Jong Ho, they were going out to like the other stage. Jong Ho came and carried him out. And like, you know, he was standing and leaning on Hong Joon's shoulder. And like, you know, you Aww. could just tell. And at the end of, um, I think it was the end of the reel, they kind of do like, San does this one dance and everyone copies it. So we did like a heart push over to Woo Young. So everyone like copied him and sent there. I know. It was adorable. See, is what that would like. I did. I did cry at that. I'll send you the real. Yeah, because that's that's adorable. <laughs> it's so sweet, and that's like that's the same energy that I get from Seventeen. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that that brotherhood, that familyness. Yeah. You know, that they may fight, they may do, they may have little squabbles or whatever. But even in that guide, you really didn't see much of that at all. At all. Like they may have days where you know they have their things or whatever. Right behind but, closed doors, but but for the most part, they like all just take care of each other yeah they don't let it affect them yeah and i just find that like so inspiring that a you can find like uh, you know i'm trying to think if i have 12 people that i could live with like constantly i don't know that i do right 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 right. (laughs) well granted i know it's it's a different type of bond you know but in um, circumstances i get exactly yeah yeah. especially when you like start so young and Mm -hmm. you know you're a trainee for a while with those same people right because yeah i'm set in my ways now but um right Right. But yeah, I just really just enjoyed their vibe. Like, I really love their music, too. But like I said at the beginning, that chaotic family kind of thing mm-hmm. um, is my favorite. It's like beautiful chaos. It is. And you know that they're having the best time. Like, you wouldn't want to hang out with them all the time. Mm-hmm. But like, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
It's like, it's just, it's just, it makes you just, it just makes you want to be a part of it. Yeah. Like, I want to be part of the joke. What's going on? I want to be in on it. Right, like, right, you right. know what I mean? I can be funny. Right. I can take care of people. What's what I, I can do? I can food. Exactly. You know what I'm what I can do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're the Stewart of K pop. <laughs> no. Watch what I can do. Love you too. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, another thing that I really liked about them mm-hmm. is even though they have subgroups. Well, first of all, I, I laugh because now I finally understand why they're called 17. Yes. Um, I, knew, I knew I had something to do with the 13 and the three subgroups, but yeah. I didn't re- realize that the one was like all of them. To, yeah. Yeah. So I still like adding hate it, dudes. I hate it, but okay. <laughs> I just, I can't. I can't. Why don't you like it? I oh, there's something about like I. Does so, it feel disorganized? Yes. Okay, because I I figured that's right. For y'all don't know who's been watching this long, y'all know Kay is a organized like to the T. Okay. I have a weird thing with numbers in my head, like it's it's a symptom of OCD, which I've never been formally diagnosed, but I play with numbers in my head yeah. all the time, and so when things don't like add up, it yep. just doesn't. Ah. I don't like it. But anyway, I know it's silly. Right. I understand it. It's silly. not silly. It's your reaction right. to the circumstances that I hate. I just, I hate it. <laughs> right, right. Hey, I but get I, it. I get it, but I hate it. Right. But 13 is my lucky number, so. There it is. That's right. There's 13 boys in the group, child. Actually, let me take that back. Not 13 boys. There's 13 men in yes, the group. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I'm I know, yeah. At least they're all the oldest. The youngest was 99, so it was not. Right. Not She's, what, 24? this year, so it's not too bad. That's it's still, still that's crazy. Yeah, I think the oldest was 95 ones. Yeah, a couple of them were 95. Yeah, oh, actually, Jungkook is the maknae of BTS, and he yeah. was born in 95, so... Because I think it was S. Coops. Yeah. Um, I can't. I always. I don't want to pronounce his name wrong because it's in the Jung, order Jung-un, oldest to youngest. Jungin and Joshua. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I thought that they were incredible. And as I was sitting here, we were talking, and I was just kind of like, hmm, thinking about B's corner, and yeah. I'm like, who could I relate them to? And so you know, brief summary: B's um, nectar of the week. Or I just call it Bee's Corner. But Bee's Nectar of the Week is basically just a little section where I give um, you guys an example of a artist or group that's outside of the K-pop realm that relates to the artist that we're featuring that week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, give you a little bio and explain why I think you guys would like them. Um, and just, you know, see how it goes hand in hand. And so I always, we always kick it off with K trying to guess who she thinks it might be. Now, I'm going to I'm going to trade, I'm going to start something a little different. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to try to give you a little like hint, hint as to Good, why I picked this I group. Because I have no clue on this one. So as to why I picked the, the group, right? So okay. here we go. Okay. So, I guess the hints that I will give you is the reason I picked this group is because it is a large or member of like it's a large group of people. Group of people, not like super large, but yeah, large yeah. for us yeah, in the yeah, US yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, they definitely um have some subgroups. Okay. All right. And they have been known to produce their own self, not necessarily self-produced, but definitely like 
very, very hands-on. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just like how 17 is, you know, has, like, broken records. Yeah. Like, the 15 million stuff. This group kind of kicked off that idea of breaking records and stuff as a group. Okay. For our generation. Okay. So... Now, why can't I think of the name of the group? Because I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Because we just covered one of their subgroups, right? And why can't I think of the name of the... Oh, what is their name? What is their name? What is their name? Bobby Brown's in it. And, uh... ah! Oh, what is the name of that group? It's going to come to you. I know, I know. It's going to come to you. Because you're on the right track. You're on the right track. I know. Why can't I think of the name of the damn group? Oh, man, you're going to have to tell me because I'm just blanking. I mean, I would tell you to use your telephone. My telephone. Is your telephone a Mrs. or Mr.? Is it Mr. Telephone Man? Mr. Telephone Man, there's something wrong with my line. I just, it's going to come to you. It's going to come to you. I know. Like, I know. I you know it. Okay, I, you ready? I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just can't think of the name of the group. The group that I am talking about this week is New Edition. That's it, Jesus. Yeah. I even knew it in the Belbin DeVoe. That's what I'm saying. That's how you... Give me some. Because you knew. You knew right after the That's how I was like, wait a minute. Y'all don't be sleeping on K. Listen, K is the, K is the alternative, ace, like, mix, like, you know techno, like, electronic queen, okay? But don't sleep on it, because sis knows her hip-hop and R&B, okay? Well, you know. Listen. I might know names. Okay. <laughs> so, New Edition is a Boston-based R&B group um, that was seen as the inspiration of the boy bands that followed them during the 1980s and 1990s. Mm-hmm. So wasn't NKOTV even by the same guy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, little side note. When things kind of went awry with New Edition, the creator of New Edition decided to create a white, the, new, edition. A white new edition, as yeah. they put it, yep. which they should have put it as like the pop edition or whatever. Yeah. But they called it the white edition, although that Christmas album was questionable. That, was, <laughs> <laughs> that is something that we... Oh, goodness. That oh, was goodness. a... Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so the group... <laughs> Initially consists of Ralph, um, Bobby Brown. So it's Ralph Trevant, Bobby Brown, Ricky Bell, Michael Bivens, and Ronnie DeVoe. They released their debut. Yeah, no, no, like, come on, DeVoe. Um, they released their debut album, Candy Girl, in 1983 after being discovered by producer Marie Starr. Candy Girl. You sound so sweet. Uh, do, 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 do. Don't they use that in uh, a way that you haven't seen it? Love, yes. every day. Oh, oh my god, such a good song. Um, the album yielded the hits "Candy Girl," "Popcorn Love," and "Is This the End." Um, after a financial dispute, New Edition cut ties with Star, and they released their second album, New Edition, in 1984, which featured their two biggest hits: "Cool It Now," "You Need to Cool It Now," Ooh, "Watch Out." Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Um, And then Mr. Telephone Man. Yep. Um, In 1985, they released All for Love, which features the hits Count Me Out and A Little Bit of Love. And then a month later, they released their Christmas album, Christmas All Over the World. Before the end of 1985, the group decided to vote Bobby Brown out of the group for his disruptive behavior, which is very well known 
Um, and he did his own soul yeah. stuff. But yeah. then they invited the incomparable Johnny Gill, which Johnny Gill is, he has that super duper deep, nice. like Luther Vandross, like voice, uh, nice. Luther Vandross voice, but he can belt. And Ooh. when he belts, he gets into this raw, almost like rocker type of oh, huskiness, awesome. but it's such high, like up there. And he just, He's incredible, but they brought him in in 1987, and um, and the quintet went on to create their most popular album, um, Heartbreak, with producers Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who nice. are basically the creators of the Janet Jackson sound, yeah, exactly, and so yeah. much of it. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, so the album was released in June of 1988, um, and it was released on the same day as Bobby Brown's um, debut album, Don't Be Cruel. That's funny. And it featured their two biggest hits, If it is in love, why do I feel anything? Why does she stay on my mind? And it also has um, Can You Stand the Rain? Sunny days, everybody loves them. Tell me, baby, can you stand the rain? Like, that was yeah. the jam. Um, and then in 1990, um, Ralph Trevent, he ended up going solo, doing his own thing. Johnny Gill did his own thing. And then Belbit DeVoe was created. Yeah. And they had their, you know, hits on all on their own. Um, after a hiatus... Um, uh, hiatus. I always say hiatus. <laughs> um, all group members came back. All six members oh, came nice. back, um, including Bobby Brown with 1996's Home Again, which had, I remember that happening. Yes. Oh, yeah. And um, they had the hit songs Hit Me Off on it. And the other song that was on that album, which is going to irk me, so I have to pull it up, is um, da, 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 I'm Still in Love with You. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Um, so the group um, ended up disbanding again. Um, and then in 2014, they left their long-term um, label, MCA Records. They ended up signing the Bad Boy Records and released an album oh. together with Bad Boy Records. But they ended up leaving after one album because it wasn't promoted. Um, and then now they haven't had any new music out, but they ended up having a huge... Um, three-part um, series about their whole life that came out in 2017 on BET called The New Edition Story, which I highly recommend everybody to watch. Nice. It literally, like, each section, it was, like, two hours long or something, wow. or three hours long, and it literally breaks their whole career down, everything that happened in their solo careers, everything. Um, and they also received the Hollywood Walk of Fame um, star and they currently still tour to this day. They were actually just oh, cool. here recently. Oh, that's cool. So, Did and you get to see them? Um, I didn't get to go. Oh. The tickets were like sold out, oh, but it's tough. all the original members. And Bobby Brown is on the tour right now, but mm-hmm. he's been like dealing with some health issues. Gotcha. So he's been missing some shows, but like he'll come out for others, but they still keep him included. Nice. So, good. which is dope because it just yeah. lets you know that them as a group of six. They they still kind of got it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I um, I like that. Yeah. The you're thinking there because I feel like Seventeen is like chaos behind the scenes, but then when they're on, they've got that choreo. Yes. They're on. They're singing. They're doing whatever. You yes. know what I mean? Like super like professional. Not that other people are unprofessional, but do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they give that vibe. They almost give a vibe of like an old like Motown group or yes. something. A little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Not sound. Yes. But like. 
vibe as in like they all move as one mm. they all like have their roles yeah. they all have like that little like pizzazz or yeah. something to them just something special yeah exactly and new edition i feel like is kind of like a newer motown yes you know yes yeah very much yeah you know so i absolutely can see where you came with that mm-hmm. for sure and you know slightly on the sound too because they definitely yeah. have a, a, like an r&b yeah yeah but um but yeah I absolutely agree with you. And I think, you know, I, I what I love about it is, like, it just, it's very nostalgic. And when I think of Seventeen, mm-hmm. like, they are this generation's dose of nostalgia. Like, mm-hmm. they have, they're very modern, but yet still, like, nostalgic. Like, and I think... yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's what New Edition was like at, at in their heyday. It was, like, all the boy bands that came after them. Mm-hmm. It was, like, they were, like, that new calling as a group like that's what the new formula of a group you know what i mean but like something like the parents could still kind of like yeah like vibe with yeah like they didn't feel like oh this is too young yeah Yeah. and i feel like 17 just right in the middle like for a new generation and but also for like veteran music listeners and stuff like it's like they just cater to everybody yeah some groups and as a whole group yeah we haven't heard you know a ton of their music of course but um yeah i can definitely see that like Mm. i can see multiple different types of people liking Mm. them you know what i just find so fascinating about k-pop in general is how they manage to mix so many voices and so many styles and so many like tones and you know so i know they have subgroups too but like when they're all on one song together you're rapping you're singing you're doing you know what i mean and they have of course the performances Mm -hmm. too but like all of them can do all of it right you know and they do right right and and it's just so insane to me and that's why i think i like was even more because he's able you know to come up with like a partner yes. like that's just cool that's just insane i live right? for it i yeah. really do um i love it and it kind of makes me wonder like mm-hmm. that idea like just reading their bio or whatever right and it makes me think of how they talk about how the creator of new edition like that guy ended up creating another group mm-hmm. trying to kind of combat yep. you know what i mean back mm-hmm. and forth and it made me kind of wonder and maybe this should be a little say what section. Right. Say, say what? You know what I'm saying? A little section where we just talk about whatever. Just kind of right. close it out. You know what I'm saying? Cleanse the power a, a little, yeah. Right, cleanse the power. Okay, um, But it makes me wonder, like, have you seen, just randomly in, like, different genres, like, it makes me think about, like, where else has that happened before? Like, think about your favorite bands and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Not necessarily saying it's from, like, the same producer or whatever but like in some instances in k-pop you know we won't say allegedly yeah you yeah. know <clears throat> blackpink <clears throat> right, right, right. <clears throat> to anyone <clears throat> right. um, i know well that wasn't blackpink or 21 right. it's, it's not the com- no it's, it's, it's the, the company, company. It's the strictly company. and we're we talking not, about the company yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely no please. <laughs> no we're strictly talking about the companies just yeah. like at, at this in this situation it was the creator of new edition it wasn't new edition themselves yes yes um have you ever seen that happen before or 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 if you were to look at like certain groups where you think it might have happened? Yeah. Like I think of like, you know what I mean? I think I mean, I think I'm I'm sure that mm. everyone puts together groups 
to become, you know, so they look at the popular groups and then they come up with their version of their it. version of it. You know, I mean, how many copycats of BTS are out there? I'm sure. You know what I mean? Um, but what I think has to happen is you like lightning doesn't strike twice. You know, you oh, that's a whole word. You know, like BTS works because they're BTS, you know, Blackpink works because mm. they're Blackpink, mm-hmm. ATs works because they're, they're straight kids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can't, even if you had people, even if you had their twins, it still wouldn't work, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's just something like, I think what makes groups stand out to me for sure is having their own identity, mm-hmm. you know, and just I, like 17, child. exactly. You know, they have their own thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it's a concept, whether it's a storyline, whether it's whatever it is, you know, I mean, the music has to be there too, of course. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the interaction with the members and things like that, but yeah, you, you have to do something different because a million carbon, it's like, it's like uh, listening to kids bop. Yeah! You know what I mean? Come on, Kat! Kat over here <laughs> dropping diamonds! Y'all better be catching all of them! Come on, let me catch it real quick! Wait, Kay! Bitch, wait, let me get Wait! Let me just... <laughs> you know, like, like, why why are you gonna do... You know, and I don't mean, like, covers and stuff like no. that. Of course, people... No, <laughs> yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you're listening to a not-as-great version of something else. You know, and it, it it happens all the time, I'm sure, you know, mm. uh, but I feel like the groups we've come across, I haven't, you know, some of them might be similar, mm. um, you know, just have similar sounds or things mm. like that. But I, I think they all have their own mm. thing. There hasn't been one group I think I've come across so far in K-pop that I've been like, nah. Right. I, f- I also feel like, too, like when you think of like, you know, people like the producer or the creator of New Edition mm-hmm. making like a carbon copy. Yeah. And, and, like, and making a carbon like white cup. You know what I mean? Okay. Because Which I'm, was sure, even... I'm sure it was to make it more plottable for everybody. It but was. Else, you know what I mean? Because and not for nothing, New, look, Edition, it New Edition, maybe R&B charts, mm-hmm. white group, who knows? No. And listen, I mean, it worked because... New edition crossed over, and you guys could definitely check it out in a couple of um, episodes before where they were featured as well um, as V's Nectar. Like they literally took that same format, but then they were able to capitalize and just blow up on it because yeah. of the circumstances. Yeah. Um, but it kind of makes me like that idea, right? I guess the way that I look at it as like, well, does that really happen still like in oh, yeah. in here? It definitely does. Oh, yeah. But then it also makes me think of like, would you would you call it as something intentional or would you look at it as it's like a fad? Like, mm-hmm. for instance, when the um, the grunge era happened, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Nirvana came out. But then it was like then after Nirvana, you had like garbage and you had hole and you had like all these groups. And it's like, would you say that they're quote unquote copying the formula or were they like you know what I mean like how do is that is it like no you know what I mean and again because I think the bands you mentioned had their own like individual thing yeah it might have been a grunge sound just like 17 might have an R&B sound yes but it's not necessarily like they're not saying we are going to be blah because they were that exactly yeah that's what I thought because that that that, I guess that was why like I think with bands too Mm -hmm. it's a different thing right um 
A, because they're usually not put together kind of like a group is, you know, usually it's people finding each other, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of thing. So I think there's already like a different dynamic, you know, I'm not saying one's better than the other, Mm -hmm. but just it's a different dynamic, you know, I'm not saying every band is like that because of course I'm sure some have been put together, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, for the most part, I think it's more, I think they're more individual because, they're coming together as individuals yes. and putting it together okay. versus someone coming in and saying, well, you're great and you're great and you're great. Now, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think, I think there can be, Oh, I think it definitely happens. And I think yeah. it happens intentionally for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, how many like reality shows, True story. How many the making shows? the bands exactly, and like some of them work and work great because they're individuals and have enough different about them that yep. like make it. Work. Oh yeah, the American Idols. The yep. I X mean, factors, we we know what maybe voices. two three people from you know the Voice. I don't. I couldn't tell you one. Listen. Player. You know, and I, they all have beautiful voice. I used to watch it all the time, right. but you know, I I don't think I've heard one thing from one of the winners. Yeah, one thing. I think I know. Like, it, I actually I feel like I know more people who didn't win the voice. Yeah. Than the actual winners. Yeah, yeah. You know so what I mean? it's it's just all. Um, yeah, people mm. voting as a whole is not necessarily the best way to choose. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I think it also leaves it in the hands of the producers of the show because yeah. yes. we don't we don't get to see the votes and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. that's a whole other. I know that's a whole other. That's mm. a whole other. Say what? But that's why I think you know, not for nothing. I feel like that's why seventeen works so well mm-hmm. together is because, like. They are still all individuals, but again, it's like that core. Like you can't, you can't fake that shit. You can't buy it. Mm-hmm. You can't, especially when your life is taped twenty four seven. Yes, like you just can't. Like it has to come from within the group. Yes. Like, and it's yes. all of them together. Yes. And honestly, if one person left, that core feeling, it'll still be there, but it won't be the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that's something that, again, you just, you can't make that up. And I think that's why they are so successful because people gravitate towards that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Their fandom name is Carrots, like carrot, like Diamond Carrots. Yeah. Oh, no. see, that cute? Come so on, cute. you better shine. Seventeen carrots, I right? Shine bright <laughs> like a diamond. But yeah, we really enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to get into more for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the good and bad thing about May has been we've gotten into like a bunch of new stuff, but then now there's so much stuff, right? And I was like, <laughs> we gotta look more into it. <laughs> I know, but yeah, they're so good. Oh, I know so we're gonna good. eventually have to like. Do revisits on groups or something. Mm. I don't know. Do like more of a deep dive. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Don't we worry. Should... My little organizational brain is working. Yes. Right now as we speak. <laughs> we should do like a really good like. We should do, we should do like episodes like where are they now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where are they VH1 now? Group one behind edition. the music. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Behind the sound. That's right. Y'all hearing this edition. That's right. That's right. I know. I'm here for it. Oh, but thank you guys so much yes. as always for coming and hanging out with us. Yes. Thank you. Please let us know more about 17. Give us some more suggestions yes. for sure. Please do. We really appreciate you guys hanging out. We love you guys we so much. We love you guys much. so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Y'all Hearing This has been produced by Christopher Stanton and Kristen Kayala and edited by Kristen Kayala. Our theme song and the music you're listening to now is by Tatha Music. Please go check them out on SoundClick. 
Check us out on YouTube and please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you to all of our listeners and we'll see you next time on Y'all Hearing This.